Are you ready to get empowered? <laughs> of course you are. Well, you picked the right time and the right place. It's time now for Francina Hallris and the Empowered Family Talk program. Spend the next hour with Francina and learn things that you need to know. Francina Hallred, and this is Empowered Family Talk. Go words of our mouths and the meditation of our hearts. Be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Good day to all of our listeners and sponsors, and welcome back to Empowered Family Talk on this lovely day of Monday, February 12th, 2018. Our scripture for today is Romans 12, 1 through 2, which is a segue to our topic today. We, the peoples... Paying it forward in the 21st century as we restore God's divine order within our minds, body, soul, and spirit for optimal health and its sustaining care for our children and our family of today. Are we prepared? Now, let's introduce our uh, special health and wellness guest today, uh, joining us at the table on our panel. And I'll start with uh, Miss Elena Miller. Uh, She is the owner of Spa Therapy out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, Second guest is Miss Jody Appel. She is the owner of the Salt Cave in Asheville, North Carolina. Our third guest is Dr. Jeffy Wong, acupuncturist and herbalist in Charlotte and South Carolina. And we have Dr. Chu, our acupuncturist and herbal medicine doctor from Raleigh, North Carolina. And, of course, joining us, our producer, Jack Bishop. Welcome to Empowered Family Talk, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you so much. So glad to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys, for being here with us today. We have an uh, hour uh, show here, and we want to share with our listeners uh Natural medicine healing of our body, mind, souls, and spirit therapies. How do we pay it forward in the 21st century? And I'm going to start with uh, uh, Dr. Chu out of Raleigh, North Carolina, to speak with us about just your history. Uh, Give us a history of uh, Chinese medicine uh, where you've been and where you are today, and what are the benefits 
of uh, alternative medicine and healing with acupuncture and herbal medicines. Dr. Chu. Uh, okay. Well, Chinese medicine has been uh, in practice well over 3,000 years, uh, a documented history of 3,000, but uh, actually it's much, much longer than that. Um, it's been uh, gradually uh, more popular now, and it's been practiced all over the world. Um, I think uh, the, the one thing that I feel is the most important nowadays is the Chinese medicine is based on uh, a very holistic view about uh, humans and their relationship with uh, the natural world. Mm -hmm. And uh, for uh, the modern, um, seems like a modern medicine, the approach of uh, current days, medicine practice has been pretty narrow and very um, segregated. Um, Segregated, that, yes. That, that causing a lot of problems. So um, I think that the Chinese medicine is emphasizing on a balance of uh, internal balance, and which is focusing on relationships. Different parts of the body need to have good relationship. Yes. And uh, also their relationship with the natural world and we're not separate from the natural world, and we constantly have communication with the, uh, with the surroundings, with the air, with the water, with the sunlight, and with the winds, and with the temperatures, and with the whatever changes going on in the world. Mm -hmm. And we need to have a good relationship with that. Um, so relationship is the key. <laughs> yes, Rela relationship with our bodies. Right, with our body, with the people, with the natural world. And yes. Not, not emphasizing so much on uh, bacteria and viruses and uh, 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 vitamins. And, and those, those are all ingredients. And they're very narrow and very partial views. If we have a good relationship, we don't need to worry about these things. <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you so much, Dr. Chu, for that. It's so important in Chinese medicine, what we've heard from Dr. Chu, is the relationship with our environment and our bodies. And hold yeah, just like, the, just like the problem of our society, of, of our families, of our countries, it's a relationship problem. It's not... Uh, not about this and that. No. That's correct. That's correct. Thank you, Dr. Chu. Dr. Wong, uh, and uh, I'm privileged to have both of uh, experience with Dr. Chu and Dr. Wong. Dr. Wong, could you share with our listeners a brief history of your background and where you are uh, within the natural healing, uh, acupuncture, and herbal medicines? Yes. Thank you, Francina. Okay. Yes. yes uh, my name is Jeffrey Wang. I come from China originally. And I got my medi medical training in, from China in 1978 to 1972 in Luzhou Medical College. Mm -hmm. Except the Chinese, traditional Chinese medicine training in China. And then I got my um, 
the doctor degree in China and uh, the master degree of the gynecology of Chinese medicine from the Chengdu University of Traditional Chinese Medicine mm-hmm. from the 1984 to 1987. Yes. So we got the, I, I, my wife and I both got the traditional Chinese training in China. And yes. I'm very happy to be here to yes. help the people understand the concept of Chinese medicine. And actually, the Chinese medicine, it includes the whole unit system, not just for the, right now the people think about the acupuncture. The yes. Chinese medicine actually includes a whole uh, system, which includes the basic therapy of Chinese medicine, and uh, acupuncture, mm-hmm. boxing, mm-hmm. and uh, Chinese herbal medicine, mm-hmm. and uh, massage. Yes. Yeah. Some people do the massage. Yeah. Massage, copying, and mm-hmm. uh, food therapy, and exercise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the Tai Chi, Qigong, meditation, etc. So this yeah. is a whole special, unique medical system, which has been used in China and the world over 3,000 years. Yes. It's helped the people to prevent and treat the different kind of the physical and the mental issues. Yes. Yes, and Doctor uh, Doctor Wong, you mentioned massage, and we have uh, Elena Miller, who actually owns a massage, uh, a spa therapy uh, organization in Charlotte, and we have uh, Jody Appel, uh, who owns uh, the Salt Cave. So let's uh, hear from Elena, and and let's hear about that massage therapy as we circle back around. We want everybody to share uh, those most important nuggets for our health care. Elena, could you speak to us about uh, the history and benefits of massage in our holistic health care? And then, Jody, we'll follow with you uh, with the same question in the salt cave, and then we'll come back together and see how we make a cake here. Okay. Well, thank you, you, Francina, for having me. Uh, My name is Elena Miller-Ash. Um, and, uh, massage therapy has been around for thousands of years. Um, and there's many different styles of massage modalities of massage. Um, but it is extremely effective. Um, uh, the, depending on the client's needs and the client needs to be able to express um, what they are wanting to get out of the massage and mm-hmm. um, what their uh, issues or uh, might be. So they need to be able to, you know, communicate clearly um, so that the mm-hmm. therapist then knows how to approach um, their issues. Yes. But massage is a great way for relaxing, for uh, reducing stress, um, for uh, depending on, you know, deep tissue can relieve the deeper muscle layers, um, stretching, 
uh, it's all just an overall benefit um, for people. Yes, yes. Thank you for sharing that. And that ties right into your acupuncture as a part of the holistic system of uh, meditations, uh, massage therapy. Um, so I'm sure you have many clients that come in with, with the various uh, aspirations. And your, your specialty is massaging the human body and, and its pressure points to relieve pain. Absolutely. Absolutely. I do um, have a lot of, I work on a lot of athletes, a lot of triathletes. So they tend to like a deeper pressure massage and they tend to not stretch. So I do stretch them. Um, but also, you know, massage is really about connecting connecting with the person, um, building that trust relationship um, Mm -hmm. so that they can get the outcome that they want. The clients can receive the outcome that they want. Yes, yes. Now, now, thank you for that, Miss Elena. Miss Jody, can you, I'm very fascinated with the salt cave, as you know. Uh, Could you share with our listeners uh, some of the your history there with the Himalayan salt, and uh, and actually uh, constructing a cave in the mountains of Asheville, North Carolina, for health benefits. Can you just share with our listeners uh, some of, uh, of your history there? Yeah, of course. Thanks. Thanks again for having me on. Uh, so my name is Jody Appel, and I mm-hmm. own what's called Asheville Salt Cave. It's in downtown Asheville, North Carolina. And yes, we have recreated basically a natural salt cave or a nature inspired, as I like to call it, salt cave in downtown Asheville, where we've bought in about 20 tons of salt uh, from floor to ceiling. And we've made it a sustainable environment by the particular microclimate that we keep in that space. So it is a living kind of regrowing itself space. Um, and, you know, one thing I just want to share that I love hearing all of your guests speak about is that it's it's about your relationship with your whole body as mm-hmm. well as relationships with the environment and others because we all are impacting one another and I definitely feel like that's sort of part of what we do at the salt cave as well um, and so our treatments are basically a very passive treatment on your end um, for people to come in to relax uh, we have either some zero-gravity chairs or pillows and blankets that they can relax in on the floor. And we've recreated this model based on uh, a particular mine that's in Poland called the Velishka Mine. That is a working mine that's um, uh, there for people to go and check out. And actually, you can live down there for months at a time. And so we've kind of taken that concept and made it a little more accessible for people who maybe can't travel to Poland to utilize. And that's um, Poland, and the country th- Poland. Poland, the country in Krakow, yes? Yes, Krakow, okay. And um, so uh, salt therapy has been known for centuries from whether you're looking at a mine or you're looking at an ocean uh, with a lot of benefits for the body because we are actually reconstructed of water and salt as well. So we are very similar to what nature uh, holds in its own system. Mm-hmm. And so when you either breathe in those uh, elements or you surround yourself with those or you ingest water and salt, it can actually help balance out the minerals of the body, rebalancing uh, and helping to um, 
restructure areas of maybe that need extra attention. So we find a lot of people that have respiratory issues or skin conditions, digestive problems, circulatory issues, kind of, again, running that whole body gamut, uh, coming in and finding benefits. Um, Some of the benefits might even be for those people. We talked about meditation before, so we do offer a little meditation within our services. Mm -hmm. And I think some of that is just we are a society that does not shut off that does not unplug from our phones or from yes, internet yes. access and all those things. And so I think part of the benefit that we offer is the unplug, the shut off, come back to your body and regroup. Um, yes. And that can have its own amazing benefits minus even all of the salt cave and what that does. So that meditation and that kind of shut off power uh, yes. is quite impressive. Um and yeah, I feel well. That's great. With I, what I shared, if there's anything else that I can add. <laughs> well, of course, I I appreciate the salt cave and and the Chinese medicine, and all of our massage and alternative healing. Jack, did you have something you'd like to add into uh, this segment here as we talk about uh, the various forms of? Uh, alternative healing for our families? No, but I do have to say that it's once again time for us to take a break here on Empowered Family Talk. Let's take a break, guys, and let's start uh, our next segment as we talk about paying it forward in the 21st century health. Uh, Let's start talking about how we prepare our families to embrace this 21st century alternative health and wellness policy and procedure for our homes. I'm uh, Colonel Mason, Managing Editor of the Science News Radio Network. For those of us who enjoy listening to Francina on this program, we have an opportunity to meet her in person when Francina is a featured speaker at the Energy Utility Environment Conference in San Diego, March 5 through 7. In just a minute, I'll tell you how you can get half-price registration for the entire conference and hear Francina reveal what the world must know urgently about nuclear security, imminent world dangers known only by insiders. What happened to all that weapons-grade plutonium when Russia and the United States agreed to deconstruct their nuclear arsenals? And why is the Republican governor of South Carolina suing the Republican-led U.S. Department of Energy for $1 million a day over that question? Why is the ingenious program titled Megatons to Megawatts not working? And what is Russia doing in retaliation for the United States breaching that treaty with them? Is Russia responsible for the rapid advancement of nuclear weapon capabilities by North Korea? What do insiders secretly believe is the biggest threat to nuclear security worldwide? And why does nuclear safety and nuclear security demand such different disciplines? Vexing questions with constantly evolving answers. Francina is a nuclear security specialist. These and other dangerous conditions confounding the government will be clearly brought to light when she speaks at the conference. The EUEC is the country's largest energy utility environment conference expo with over 400 speakers, 2,000 attendees, and 200 exhibits. Learn more at EUEC.com. You can get half-price conference registration by using the code TTD when registering online. Use the VIP code TTD. 
TD when you register at EUEC.com. Empower your family with the dynamic new book by Francina Holrus, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are. It's the book that gives you insights into life's problems. Francina Holrus is an author, motivational speaker, and national broadcaster who believes the answers to your problems lies within the knowledge that was once traditionally passed down by families. But that knowledge has been short-circuited by today's faster pace. The book, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are, brings that accumulated wisdom to the problems that all families face. You'll Find your copy of our sixth sense and purpose, the power in knowing who you are at Amazon and at better bookstores. Empower your life with the dynamic new book, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are by Francina Hulrus. Do you want to empower families and young people in your community? Then take the time to make a tax-deductible contribution to the Coach Tate Fund. The Coach Tate Foundation is dedicated to helping young people and their families in learning and passing on the kinds of life skills that we all need to succeed. All too often, we hear about kids and their families having encountered life's difficulties that could have been easily avoided by knowing better decision-making skills, from anger management to money management to something as simple as learning to manage how we spend our time or how we use our job skills. Make a donation to the Coach Tate Fund. It'll help kids who need help and their families too. Make your contribution to the Coach Tate Fund. Get details at www.coachtatefoundation.com. And oh, by the way, thank you. To empower family talk with our special guest, uh, Dr. Chu, Dr. Wong, Miss Elena, and Miss Jody. Thank you guys again for being with us uh, on the second segment here. And we'd like to uh, ask and start with Dr. Chu and just to kind of chime in for the table. Uh, I'll share with you a brief story. Uh, as the Coach Tate Foundation, we're working with a lot of our families uh, and children uh, between the ages of 6 and 18. And a lot of families were on that Obamacare health care program. And they've been uh, trying to make some serious decisions on their seniors and stay-at-home uh, disability uh, folks, how they can uh, care for their illnesses in lieu of having any insurance. And one of the families had submitted a question for the table today uh, as they're preparing to embrace alternative health. Uh, how do we get legislation in place in this new health care bill that can reflect alternative healing and wellness such as Chinese medicine, massage therapy, and salt therapy, and the things we're discussing today. The question for you guys, how important uh, an act would that be for your services to the general population? Dr. Chu, is, is legislation important here? 
The uh, legislation is uh, certainly important, but I think uh, the most important is uh, awareness. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. uh, if the population, if most of us have the awareness, that will change the whole um, atmosphere of the political or, or regulation-wise or insurance coverage, all these things. They are really depends on um, the awareness that we as people have. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think uh, right now, uh, many people are directed by the insurance policies, what they cover, what they not cover, what's considered as the in-network or out-of-network. Right. Rather than paying attention to what your health is needing, mm-hmm. you start to turn attention to uh, financial aspect. Uh, which which makes you not able to make correct uh, decisions and choices. I think the most important is we have to know that our health, we are, each individual, are responsible for our own health. Yes. We cannot depend on the insurance company to be responsible for our health. Mm-hmm. If you do that, then you lose the um, kind of you you lose the compass. You don't know your decision making starts to get fuzzy. You don't know which way to go because yeah. the doctors and insurance companies tells you one thing, and your body tells you another thing. So which mm-hmm. voice are you listening to? That's a great question. So this is a challenge. So mm-hmm. if you if we want to make uh, be responsible for our health, and uh, we need to kind of uh, go by that. And a lot of times, the alternative uh, treatments are not covered by insurance. Right. So, as a practitioner, we need to kind of consider that. Try to support people who want to take charge of their own health care. So we. Um, uh, well, at least I'm trying to uh, to pricing your uh, service not too expensive in the in the range that people can afford if they want to. Yes, yes. Uh, but uh, on the uh, but uh, um, but certainly when you use a service which is not covered insurance, uh, temporarily you will be kind of paying somewhat more than other visits. But in the long run, if your health is better, mm-hmm. you don't really need need to pay that much overall. So those are the calculations you have to consider. If, you are, if your body is really healthy, you don't really need to pay that much, even well, um, a little bit for the uh, services that... Um, alternative health care need to spend. Yes, yes. I like that point of self-reliance. It's what we're trying to, we're teaching our children and families more at home when they don't have that coverage on their insurance policies. Instead of taking that $100 or $50 and, and buying right. things that aren't yes. healthy, is to reallocate, <laughs> reallocate those funds 
toward right. their healthy body and their yeah. mind. So uh, being self-reliant uh, and self-empowerment is a big thing for our charity. Dr. Wong, could you share with us uh, some of your experiences around uh, uh, the, the, the medicine and uh, the embracement of that with families and their financial ability to afford the services? Yes, and uh, I agree that Dr. Lu, uh, his opinion about this topic. Actually, this is a two aspect. Legislation okay. is uh, very important. If you can take care of the, the, the some coverage for the alternative medicine, like the acupuncture or massage or something else, the cover some may help the people who cannot mm. afford the treatments. Mm-hmm. This is the one aspect. But another aspect is as a person, as a family, so we have we have to take responsibility to our health. Yes. So we need, yeah, from beginning, from yes. child, we need to know. You need to take all the responsibility for your health. Yes. So you need to you need to build up your health and lifestyle. Eating healthy, do the regular exercise, mm-hmm. do the meditation, try to yeah, take care of your whole lifestyle, physically and mentally. Yes, yes. That way, you, like wouldn't, that. you wouldn't use a lot of the medicine. You wouldn't use a lot of the drugs. So this is the one aspect. So I think is that personally, we need to take care of the. We need to understand. Yeah, building up the healthy lifestyle, and this is a very important aspect. And then on, on the other hand, is the government if the, the medical insurance can cover some. That also can help the people, help the, the families. Something we cannot control, but we need to take care of, of, of our responsibility, take care of our health. Yeah, that's my opinion. Yeah. Well, I agree with that, uh, Dr. Wong. We have uh, talked with a few good senators uh, in our Congress uh, to uh, hopefully get some leverage and some legislation around some minimal coverages of massage and Chinese medicine as a holistic approach, particularly to get these kids off of opioids and pills. Uh, It's a big epidemic right now, these opioids. And uh, we're dealing with families now that uh, are looking for alternative help. So introducing acupuncture, massage, Chinese medicine, herbs. Um, and uh, Jody, we want to talk about that salt cave. Can you share with us some of your uh, benefits and challenges? And would insurance coverage benefit your customer base as well? So I'm so glad that you brought that question up, and I'm really glad that we're talking about it. For years, uh, I feel like long before I was on this planet, insurance wasn't a thing. You would just go to your doctor and you would pay for what you needed. I was sick. I had a broken leg, whatever it was. You went and you paid for that particular issue you were having. And I feel Mm -hmm. like now we're sort of in a realm of you have to have insurance. And I think like Dr. Chu said, you almost like you have to choose those healthcare options because Mm -hmm. massage isn't covered or acupuncture isn't covered. And since I've been in the holistic field, probably about 15 years now or 20 years now, I feel as though um, I've talked to many people about an idea of sort of having a coverage where, you know, I want to go see a, a massage therapist. I want to go see an acupuncturist. I should have a plan that should allow for me mm-hmm. to choose what kind of coverage I'd like Correct. instead of 
well, your doctor has to tell you to go to a meditation or your doctor has to tell you you need to have surgery for this. I think bringing back that, like, we're responsible for ourselves, there should be different health care plans that allow for us to say, well, I like maybe a little bit of doctor care for if those God forbid moments happen, but the reality is most times I want to do preventative care so that I am not getting sick as much or I'm not, um, I'm eating the right foods and things along those lines to really do the preventative side before I have to pay for the cancer treatment or the God forbid that happen in life. Um, So I think really targeting to the people that are in charge of making these healthcare bills, really giving them the knowledge that we should be allowed to choose our health care. This is about us as humans, not as a general public. Exactly. Um, so exactly. I'm, yeah. So I feel like if there was sort of a preventative health care package you could buy, I think that would be ideal for me as well as, you know, as we're educating people, all of us in this field, in these, in these health care fields, we're educating people about preventative health care. That's one of our main things that we try to introduce at the salt cave um, is taking control of sort of how do you feel not what does your doctor tell you that you feel mm-hmm. um, we we offer I think a very affordable service at $25 for somebody to come in but mm-hmm. you know some people can't even afford $25 so we even do local days where people can come in for less expensive service uh, so that maybe we can hit those people so it is affordable for all uh, people to try to kind of take back that control that I feel like with insurance we've sort of lost a little bit. Where we're exactly. given over that power, yeah. unfortunately. Um, Good point. So, so even you know we we offer a variety of services, including massage and sometimes acupuncture. And I try to make it a way for for people to try different services to sort of say like, oh, I've never had a massage or I've never had an acupuncture treatment. Well, like here's a taste of it. Like how do you feel now? So you can get that benefit. And then go, huh, now I can take a little bit of that control back for myself. So, I mean, yes. I think it would be absolutely amazing if there was legislation that could kind of cover healthcare in a yes. very preventative form. And I think, you know, unfortunately, it doesn't work for the doctors. They want to make their money and get their kickbacks. Well, but it course. works for the human body. Well, that's really, fine. Like keeping people healthy is really what doctors used to want to do. That was their intention. Um, well, so... Well, thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing that because health is, without good health, we can't make any wealth. Uh, Elena, how how has that uh, benefit, will that benefit the massage? Uh, Do you have customers who request, uh, uh, would benefit from having insurance care or just straight out of the pocket care for massage? I do have clients asking, you know, do I accept insurance and we don't because uh, we tend to not get, most massage therapists don't because you tend to not get paid for the full amount of your treatment. But I totally agree with what Jody was saying about having a preventative care package available and what Dr. Wong was saying about taking control of your yes. health and your lifestyle is only going to be to your benefit. Exactly. Um, Exactly. So, yes, maybe. Yes, putting putting uh, the pressure on our um, politicians to um, make those changes and you know give us the that offering of 
preventative care. Yes, and we're working on that, and we're encouraging all, all of our family and friends and, of course, our listeners and uh, some of our uh, politician friends in, in, in our local districts to uh, implement this into the health care bill uh, so that it becomes legislation. And then we'll see uh, uh, the majority, I believe, of our populations uh, that are in health uh, disarray certainly improves and which will improve our economy, uh, economics, because when folks are healthy, mind, body, soul, and spirit, they can certainly earn money. Would you not agree with that, Dr. Chu? Oh, yes. I agree totally. And and I think once we uh, implement that into our homes, we'll find the benefits are, are certainly everlasting. Jack, did you have something? You, we need to hear from you in this conversation. We've had many talks on alternative health care, chiropractor, and all this. Uh, would you like to uh, share with our listeners some of your uh, feedback on, on this subject? Okay, I don't mind sharing. Uh, let me ask our two uh, doctors that are on the panel. Uh, gentlemen, one of my concerns is the fact that Western medicine treats the symptoms not the condition not the patient am i right in looking at it that way dr wong wow. <laughs> that's a very really good question that's a very really good question uh well it's to me i i actually i got the training in both chinese medicine and western medicine well Generally speaking, I cannot say they are just treated the symptom. Right now, some doctors are also looking back to try to find the, the reason to treat the root, mm. yeah, not just the manifestation. Well, in traditional Chinese medicine, we're always looking for the root, mm-hmm. try to find the root of the problem, not just to treat the, the, the manifestation. So we say we need to treat the root of the disease. And uh, treat the people as a whole body, not just the pain. I got the headache, or just treat the headache. No, we need to find the exact root of the what caused the headache. Yes, and <laughs> we treat the, the 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 root. That's a traditional Chinese medicine. Yeah, well, that's my answer. Well, let's throw the ball over to Doctor Chu. Am am I right in looking uh, at the fact that I go yeah, into my? I, I think uh, you have a you have a very good point. Although uh, Western medicine is also trying to find more deeper reasons for the uh, the disease, but somehow mm-hmm. it end up in a more superficial way of dealing with the symptoms. Mostly, I think this is because of the uh, the paradigm. The uh, Western medicine is uh, so far mainly is focusing on. They call it evidence. The evidence mm-hmm. is uh, typically that's what we can sense. Uh, so they pay more attention to structural changes or something that's very detectable, like uh, chemical changes, uh, which you can test. And from the test report, you can see what is changing. But Chinese medicine is more focused on what we call the energy or qi. Mm-hmm. which is uh, beyond the physical appearances. Although there is science when the qi is moving, changing, there is a physical 
change, but it's uh, a level beyond uh, the physical manifestation. It's a before manifestation. So that's why we, when we say uh, Chinese medicine is trying to find the root of the cause, the root is 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 not structural physically. It's more energetically. Mm-hmm. So that's why that's why it goes a little deeper. Or actually, a lot more deeper it can. So when you are working on the energy level, you are more likely to work on the subtle changes or, or changes that before a disease is actually manifested. So you already can detect some imbalances. If you start to work on those imbalances, you, you, you will prevent illnesses and you can also treat in a more deeper way. So that's why it's more, um, goes deeper. And that's why initially I said about relationships is you don't focus on, for instance, if, right. if uh, a, a person have a cough or a lens uh, infection, a lot of times it's uh, caused by somewhere else, like uh, just recently there is an article on the Science Magazine, they talk about, that they, they, they find uh, the lung disease is uh, coming from gut, but mm-hmm. in Chinese medicine, we've been talking about this more than 3,000 years, the large intestine and lung is one system, mm-hmm. it's not two separate things, so uh, that's why we... we um, approach things very differently and uh, uh, tends to go deeper and, and uh, rather than ma- masking symptoms or just uh, focusing too much on the symptoms and those manifestations, you lose track of a bigger picture. Mm-hmm. Now, Francina, I know this is your program and I, and, and, and I don't want to steal it. But no, I, I, this is open forum, Jack. You know that. Well, I'm just being courteous today. But I would like to ask the um, two ladies on the panel who are involved in uh, some of my favorite uh, alternative type things. When I was a young guy and I discovered massage therapy in my late 20s, uh I did not delineate between the various types of massage. Uh, So I had a lot of relaxation massages done, but then I discovered other types of massage therapy from Esalen to to sports massage, which I fell in love with in my 40s because it made me feel so much younger. And Siatsu. Yeah, and also uh, I did a thing when I was young and strong and could take a lot of pain called rolfing. Uh, what kind of massage should I look at now that I'm an old guy with grandkids? Which one of you ladies would like to take that question? Um, I guess I'm happy to, to share. I think it's a very personalized experience. Uh, what does your body need? Maybe today it does need relaxation massage, um, but maybe tomorrow, you know, you 
were out and you pulled a hamstring and you really need some, some specific work on, on an area. So maybe even some deep tissue or that rolfing type of work to kind of restructure yourself. If it's been an, a continual problem over time, um, so I think kind of going back to paying attention to you and really like tuning inwards and saying, where am I today? Because tomorrow I'm going to be somewhere different in this body. So today, what is it that I need? You know, I get massages fairly often and mm-hmm. I like good relaxation work. But the other day I had a, a severe leg issue and I had a full deep hour tissue massage on my one leg. <laughs> so I think, you know, where is the body in this moment and what does it truly need is really the question that personally I think should be asked and then communicated with your therapist. I think that's one thing that I notice a lot of people have issues with is the communication side with your therapist saying, Hey, this is what I need for my body today. Sometimes I think as being a therapist in the past and also watching therapists throughout my day, Sometimes we get kind of caught up in what we want to do for the body, but really it's listening and communicating with the body as well as the client. Right. I think that's really important aspect and not just like in the relaxation and the chit chats and the whatnot. Like, what are you really here for today? What can I do to make your experience be what you're paying for and what you need? Um, so that's kind of where I would now we've I got another. In. Now we've got another lady on the panel. We'd uh, like Ms. for Elena. her. Yes, would you chime yeah. in? Yes, I would ask. You know, are you exercising? Um, and you know how much of that you're doing and what you're doing. Uh, and then you know what kind of stretching are you doing for your body after the exercising? Since you did mention that you are a grandfather with grandkids mm-hmm. um, I'm sure you want to be um, fle- keep your flexibility um, in place um, so you can you know crawl around with them um, but just you know commu- like Jody said communicating with your therapist on your needs and um, how you want to feel um, and what you know what your concerns are as you're aging well, I tell you, you've given me some great thoughts to take a look at. You know, Francina, there's another thought that, that I've got in mind. You know what yeah. that thought is? We what have is to that? take a, a break. We have to take a break. We'll be back in just moments. Come back with the last to empower families and young people in your community, then take the time to make a tax-deductible contribution to the Coach Tate Fund. The Coach Tate Foundation is dedicated to helping young people and their families in learning and passing on the kinds of life skills that we all need to succeed. All too often, we hear about kids and their families having encountered life's difficulties that could have been easily avoided by knowing better decision-making skills. From anger management 
to money management to something as simple as learning to manage how we spend our time or how we use our job skills. Make a donation to the Coach Tate Fund. It'll help kids who need help and their families too. Make your contribution to the Coach Tate Fund. Get details at www.coachtatefoundation.com. And oh, by the way, thank you. Thanks, Francina. I'm Colonel Mason, Managing Editor of the Science News Radio Network. We can meet Francina in person at the Energy Utility Environment Conference in San Diego, March 5 through 7. In just a minute, I'll tell you how you can get half-price registration for the entire conference and hear Francina reveal what the world must know urgently about nuclear security. Imminent world dangers known only by insiders. Whatever happened to all that weapons-grade plutonium when Russia and the United States agreed to deconstruct nuclear arsenals? And why is the governor of South Carolina suing the U.S. Department of Energy for $1 million a day over that question. Why is megatons to megawatts not working? What is Russia doing in retaliation for our breaching that treaty? What is the biggest threat to nuclear security worldwide? Get answers when Francina speaks at the conference and get half-price conference registration by using the code TTD. Use the VIP code TTD when you register online at EUEC.com. Empower your family with the dynamic new book by Francina Halrus, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are. It's the book that gives you insights into life's problems. Francina Halrus is an author, motivational speaker, and national broadcaster who believes the answers to your problems lies within the knowledge that was once traditionally passed down by families. But that knowledge has been short-circuited by today's faster pace. The book, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are, brings that accumulated wisdom to the problems that all families face. You'll find your copy of our sixth sense and purpose the power in knowing who you are at amazon and at better bookstores empower your life with the dynamic new book our sixth sense and purpose the power in knowing who you are by francina hulrus welcome back Family Talk with our special guest panelists today, Ms. Elena Miller-Ash, Ms. Jody Appel, Dr. Wong, and Dr. Chu. Thank you guys for uh, being with us today. And as we wrap up our uh, last session here, uh, I would like for each of you to uh, think about offering our listeners your top three uh, uh, nuggets that you would recommend our parents do today to start embracing holistic health and wellness in the home first. And number two, if you could share with us your advice for education. Are our children being properly educated in the schools on what to eat and drink? If you could share your advice on what they can do to embrace a holistic cycle in our school system. And I'm going to start with Dr. Wong. Thank you for uh, giving me this uh, opportunity to talk about this kind of issue for the advice for the kids. 
Yes. Well, you know, the, in, when we talk about the Chinese medicine, we think the human body as a, the, the whole or small universe. Mm-hmm. And in the family also, it uh, should be the harmonized, like mm-hmm. the next person. And uh, the family should be harmonized as the, the unit, united as one. Mm-hmm. And harmonized with the community, harmonized uh, the, the society, Mm-hmm. And the country and the universe, mm-hmm. all the, the circles should be unified and harmonized. So the advice to the kids should, uh, as a parent, you should be very kind and friendly with the kids. But something we have to talk to the kids to understand. As the kids, we need to learn the, how to get a better life, mm-hmm. how to yeah, in the future, maybe com- uh, contribute to the society, to the, yeah, to the family, to the friends, to the society, to the universe. So how can you do that? First, you need to take a responsibility to your... Mm-hmm. How can you do that? You, you building up your healthy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Okay, eating regularly, no junk food. Mm-hmm. Like the sugar. To me, I think the sugar right now it's called the poison. Yes. Look, look out! The, look out! The the, the the food store. A lot of the sweets, sweets, candy, cake. This is the poison. To me, I mm-hmm. every my my patient come to my office. I told them I I get the advice. Do not touch. Do not touch those kind of the poison stuff. Too much. Mm-hmm. In the United States, how many people got the, like the overweight, obesity? Mm. Two-thirds of the people, two-thirds of the people is overweight. Right. And, and obesity. And that's because of the lifestyle. They eat too much junk food, too much sugar. So much. eat regularly, eat healthy. More vegetable, drink a lot of the water. That's mm-hmm. the first step. Secondly, you have to study very, very hard. Very study hard. Yeah. Second. Third, do the exercise. Mental exercise and the physical exercise. Mm-hmm. Like your your whole life. If you if you build up those kind of the, the healthy habit, it's you can get a benefit for whole life. Yeah, that's my uh, suggestion. Yes. Beautiful, but, beautiful. Thank you so much, Dr. Wong. Well noted and well taken. Thank you so much. Dr. Chu, we're going to start to go to you, and then we'll come to Jody and Elena. But Dr. Chu. (laughs) Okay. Um, I think uh, nowadays there's a lot of, I just uh, last uh, few days, there is a mother bringing his, over and for uh, ADHD, attention deficit, and there is oh, yeah. too much activity, it's hard to focus. It seems like uh, nowadays it's a pretty popular problem. A lot of children are hard to focus. Yes, yes. And they, they, uh, they go to different doctors and they start to give them medicines to calm them down. And I, I said that this is really not a very good idea. 
So I uh, asked them questions, and uh, the boy actually looks pretty smart. There is there is nothing wrong <laughs> physically. Right. So my suggestion with those things is, um, uh, I think that there is a, this is a habitual thing that's gradually forming until to a point it starts to have difficulty in actual actual studying or doing things because the mind starts to junk. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that this is coming from the modern, there's too much electronic, um, like um, computer games. Those, yes. Uh, if you spend a lot of time on those, uh, on the computer, especially those games, then they, they, the mind starts to jump. Mm. Uh, very difficult to focus. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes they will do several things at one time. They will listen to music while doing homework and talking and eating. All these things are happening at the same time. Mm. And uh, most of, uh, of the modern family are not aware. This is a bad habit to have, not only for children, for adults also. So we have to start uh, ourselves to learn to focus, learn to do one thing at a time, because mm. our health is really very much depend on how our mind works. If our mind is chaotic, mm. our health will be chaotic. Yes. So, yes. Uh, first of all, is to do uh, one thing at a time, try to reform our habits. Mm-hmm. And also to limit the time on the um, the computers or TVs or those kind of uh, electronic um, influences. So uh, if you do exercise, you walk and you talk with each other, sit together, have a meal together, then you don't turn the TV on. You just do one thing, but just yes. talk. And you look at each other and talk rather than... Uh, doing all kinds of things at one time. So uh, yes. I think if we, because because children learn from parents, so if our, uh, as adults we start to notice this might not be a good habit for us and, and also for children, then mm. we'll start from there. Yes. Um, the education-wise, I think uh, there is a big chunk is missing nowadays that we pay, we think about education is about a knowledge of uh, of a math or science or uh, uh, of those kind of things. But we need to learn values. We need to learn how to live, and that mm. is a big chunk that uh, in educational system we don't get. So. Uh, when we grow up, we still don't have a lot of knowledge about how to live, how mm. to raise children, how to uh, take care of our parents. Uh, yes. And yes. seems like those are all extra things. We don't. Seems like uh, um, the most important knowledge in life we don't learn from education. This is a big chunk that's missing. So, I hope um, people who pay attention to education, you need to really think about how to put that value system back into our educational system. Yes, yes, 
Yes. Thank you so much, Dr. Chu. Th- those are, I've got, uh, you know, uh, learning how to value our lives and actually how to live our lives. Um, That's right. That's very, right. very, very important. And, and Dr. Wong uh, left us with, you know, we've got to get to the root of the problem. We've got to have a healthy lifestyle. You know, uh, sleep, you know, watch what we eat. Stop eating junk food. You know, our mind, body, soul and spirit. So thank the two doctors for being here and giving us your wise advice. And we'll come back after we get to Jody and Elena and uh, and share with us, uh, our listeners, your advice for the family to get started. With massage. Do you want to go first or Elena? Did we lose Elena? No, I'm sorry. I can. I can go first. Okay. Um, I um, I was thinking exposure. Expose the children to the different modalities of massage. Maybe starting with a, a chair massage, um, just to introduce them to someone placing their hands on them. Um, and if you have an a child that's an athlete. Um, massage is great for them as well. And it doesn't have to be 60 minutes. It can be 20 or 30 minutes. Um, But, you know, the parent really is the leader and um, they're the influencer. So if you are exercising with your child, then take the time to do the stretching. Show them after after the exercise how um, to take care of their bodies. and, um, of course, hydrating before your massage, during your sports events, after your massage is very important, too. Hydrate, hydrate, flushing the body. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, the, the parent really sets the tone, and uh, if exposing them to different modalities of holistic care, then they will... Um, be more than likely to follow in your steps. Exactly, exactly. And lead by example uh, yes. is what I hear. Mm-hmm. Lead by example to moms and dads when it comes to these children. Now, Jody, uh, thank you, Miss Elena. Miss Jody? Yes. Um, so everybody has shared such great information. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, whether it's the parent, it's the teacher, it's the grandparent, it's the aunt, whoever that may be in their lives needs to really be uh, the educator. And I think, you know, even just thinking about that, we're even having this topic of conversation in a round table, you know, 15 years ago, we wouldn't be yeah. having this topic in a round exactly. table, which is even exactly. progress within itself, which is amazing and wonderful. Um, and I think, you know, as far as, so I've, I've done some traveling and, and seeing what other cultures do in their, let's say, day-to-day with their school system and how they eat, mm-hmm. um, you know, they take time to actually eat. I think, I don't have children of my own, but I have lots of people in my life that do, and I think we get maybe like 20 minutes in our school system and like mm-hmm. ketchup is a vegetable, <laughs> where, you know, in in France, like they have actual vegetables that are cooked, that are organic, or Denmark, they have like really good cheeses you know there there are really good foods and we're just feeding our children unfortunately a lot of dead food if i'm going to call it kind of food Mm -hmm. that doesn't have a lot of life to it whether it's vegetables that are overcooked you know and we kill off all the good things or correct and raise it organically or whatnot so um 
not that everybody, unfortunately, in our world today in America at least can afford organic, but I think even um, I have a friend in, in Greenville who's actually works in the hospital system and she works with the lower class um, where she takes basically the time to make packages up where you can go to the store and you can trade them in for your um, like EBT points. And it's a whole meal that you get to stop and you get to cook with your family mm. and like they give you all the ingredients to do this. And I think that one big thing in our lives here as growing up, we are always plugged into the next electronic thing, the computer, the iPad, the whatever it may be at the moment, the video game. And even just stopping and saying, hey, let's cook together. Let's stop and make a meal. And like, let me show you how you do this. I've done some organic farming with young children who didn't even know that carrots didn't come out of a can. Exactly. We've not been trained to know Mm -hmm. as a society. We've just been so like, oh, you just grab it off the shelf. Mm -hmm. But like, let's get our hands in some dirt and let's like teach people how to grow food. Like it's a Mm -hmm. sustainable function that can actually like you can always constantly regrow from the seeds from your other vegetables. So I'm a big advocate of just teaching from the level, whether like I said, it's teacher, aunt, mother, brother, sister, any of that, like. You teach one, and then the next kid's like, "Wow, that's really awesome! I didn't, I didn't even know that. I thought we just got it off the shelf." Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. no, you you actually take the time. Um, so whether that's yeah, doing massage or getting an acupuncture treatment or coming to the salt cave, you know, I think it's it's again leading by that example and unplugging. I think is really a big key. Like we don't do that um, in our society in general. I mean, we're all. I can't keep up with the internet at this point like it's so fast whether it's for my business or my personal life like the next thing is always like 16 steps ahead of me and if we don't like it's supposed to make our lives easier but the reality is it's it's really not making our lives easier so the more that we can kind of teach ourselves and our children to yes stop and unplug from those things and sort of whether it's meditation or saying hey let's go outside and play yes yes you know taking that time to just say hey we're not going to do this right now. We're going to like shut down. We're going to yes. like breathe <laughs> unplug, and, and move on through our day for unplug. Like we just need to, I think our society just is really way too plugged in yes. and I run a business and I'm always plugged in. <laughs> we all are. So we I all are. Take, <laughs> thank you. you. Know, thank to take you. that knowledge for myself. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you so much, Miss Jody. And uh, we'll uh, close on that note. Uh, Miss Elena Miller, Ash, Miss Jody uh, LaPelle, and Dr. Chu and Dr. Wong. Thank you very much for spending your time and your wise counsel with us today. And we would like for you to wrap up by giving your phone number and website where our audience can reach out to you for further consult. And we'll bring this to a close. And we'll start with uh, Elena. Give your website real quickly, and uh, so we can uh, close out this session. And thank you very much. Sure. Thank you, Francina, for having me. It's SpaTherapyStudio.com, uh, and my phone number is seven zero four six eight nine fourteen hundred. Thank you so much, Miss Jody. Yeah, my uh, my business is Asheville Salt Cave. So my website is AshevilleSaltCave.com, and our phone number is 828-236-5999. And it was such a great pleasure to get to connect with all of you on this wonderful topic. Awesome. Thank you, Dr. Wong. 
Yes, <laughs> thank you. And yes. uh, our website is www.valentineacupuncture.com. We are, have office in Valentine area and Rock Hill. And uh, our office phone number is 704-968-0351. Thank awesome. you. Awesome. Thank you. And Dr. Chu. Oh, thank you. Uh, my website is RaleighAcupuncture.com, and my phone number is 919-649-4976. Thank you very much, and we will bring this session to a close as we talked about restoring God's divine order into our health for our families in the 21st century. We're going to close until next week, next time, and I'd like to leave our listeners with a poem uh, that was written by one of our listeners uh, on our health and its wealth. The poem is entitled, Health is Wealth, by Raja Basu. Health is our most precious wealth. I hope you agree. No doubt, health is the sweetest fruit of our life tree. Money is certainly important, and so is social prestige. But it is a good health that is the source of a constant bliss. You may have the money to tour the world, but can't if your health does not permit. You can buy all the food of the world, but your bad health will not let you eat. You might have huge honor in the city with everybody bowing before you, but you will fail to enjoy it if you regularly develop health problems anew. In this way, the bad health will always play a serious bar in the way of your enjoying what you have, wealth, house, or a car. On the other hand, the good health is a source of constant happiness that will actually turn your life into one of charm, pleasure, and grace. Take good care of your health and develop a body that is sound and strong and ensure a life that is happy and charming besides being long by Raja Basu. I am Francina Tate Hallress, your hostess. You've been listening to Empowered Family Talk with your hostess, Francina Haldras. Be sure and join us next week and every week at this time for the program that brings you practical answers to the questions of the 21st century. For Empowered Family Talk, I'm Jack Bishop. <laughs>